Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 355 here on the Motorcycle Men Podcast. Joining me here today in the V-Twin Cafe from the Harley-Davidson Racing Team, King of the Baggers champion, Kyle Wyman. Now, Kyle here to tell us all about racing for Harley-Davidson, the King of the Baggers race series, and more. But first, before we get into that, the Motorcycle Men Podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. Now, they're offering high-quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. So to learn more, get on over to scorpionusa.com. And wild ass seats. You can improve your comfort and ability to stay in the saddle longer with a cushion from wild ass seats. So if you're tired of those painful pressure points and fatigue, get on over to wild-ass.com and get your cushion today. Make sure you tell the real Craig Johnson that the Motorcycle Men podcast sent you over. And as always, our good friends over at Tobacco Motorwear. For the best in casual riding gear for men and women, there's only one place you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear. Visit them at TobaccoMotorwear.com, and our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use the code MOTOMEN. Now, everyone here at the podcast is wearing tobacco riding jeans and a California riding shirt. I cannot tell you how wonderful these products are. I wear them for every ride, and I won't ride without them. Now, your safety is worth it. So get on over there to Tobacco Motorwear and get in Dave's pants. Time now for that interview with Kyle. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Motorcycle Man Podcast. Joining me all the way from somewhere in Illinois, not quite Wisconsin, the fabulous Kyle Wyman. How you doing, Kyle? Oh, great. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> glad that you can make it. I thought you lost your audio again, but you're back. Uh, I'm so glad you can make it to the oh, podcast, yeah. man. Uh, so listen, for for those out there who don't know who you are, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and your motorcycle self and all that. Well, for sure, uh, at the moment, I'm the uh, factory Harley-Davidson rider and the King of the Baggers series with Moto America. And this is my third season with the team. Uh, I've been racing since I was eight years old. Came up through the flat track racing ranks and amateur nationals and all that. Turned pro in flat track when I was 16 and then made the switch to road racing. Did a lot of different racing and super bikes. And uh, eventually this whole bagger thing started up and I got the call from Harley to join up with their team. Wow. So speaking now, so the bagger thing. What was your first thought when you heard that there's new type of racing going on and it's going to involve baggers? I was pretty skeptical, really? to be honest, because, yeah, I was. I, I was a little bit scared of it. I was not really sure where it was all going to go. And uh, kind of one of those things that I was going to keep my eye on. But, you know, I didn't really take as serious in the beginning, you know, thinking it was just going to kind of be, uh, you know, a bit of a parade lap but as you can see now it's yeah it's turned into full-fledged racing i mean it's crazy yeah how does the bike handle it handles amazing i mean it's uh it's truly a race bike it's it's a super bike it's just built from different uh dna you know so yeah. we get the road glide we we heavily modify it suspension engine ergonomics 
all carbon carbon fiber bodywork, you know, nose to tail. It's a pretty special machine. Does not of course I know you've done uh, the super bikes also. The uh, how how does it feel compared to one of those? It actually is feeling closer and closer to oh, a super bike. Really. Um, but there's just a couple things that you can't really get around, and that would be the weight and the the available lean angle. So the weight is a minimum weight per the rules, which is 620 pounds. And then, of course, the chassis is so wide. That's why the bikes are so tall, is so we can try to get more lean angle. Yeah. But we still have our challenges in you know finding the the lean angles. Yeah. So, but you, you do push the limits a little bit, right? Oh, always. <laughs> of course you do. So you've been racing for Harley for three years now, right? Uh, yeah. Wow. So how, how how has the bike changed since you first started riding with Harley? It's really, it's, a, it's damn near unrecognizable from when we first started because we just started with a road glide and we bolted a couple parts to it, put some wheels on it, built a swing arm. And from there, it's just evolved so much and so much development and, and effort has gone into making these bikes go as fast as possible. And, you know, I think we're probably 10 seconds or 12 seconds a lap faster than where really? bagger started wow. at, uh, at Laguna Seca back at the end of 2020. So yeah, it's progressed crazily um now we're doing very similar times to the super sport class which is your you know your middleweight sport bikes 600s mm -hmm. and the 800 so for as heavy as they are um we're putting down a lot of horsepower and we're, we're really getting a lot out of these motorcycles wow now this bike came to you with the with the milwaukee 8 in it right and then you guys have totally just yes took your Tortures and wrenches and everything to it, and is it is it resemble its original form in any way? It does. I mean, it's uh, you know it's a one thirty one crate motor. Wow, um, it's okay. obviously heavily modified from there. Like we still, you know, but one thirty one crate motor, and um, you know, per the rules, you know, we have right. to, you know, adhere, you know, some production, you know type of baseline but obviously we don't have to meet emissions so we get to go a little bit nuts with the performance and you know a really loud two into one exhaust and everything that yeah. and and intake you know we've massaged every part of that to uh you know squeeze as much as we can out of it wow are you concerned at all about comfort on the bike <laughs> no 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 i wouldn't think so comfort is not really i mean yeah ergonomically yeah the bars we want in the right spot the pegs and all that but comfort yeah no there's it's the hardest seat you could imagine and it's built for speed yeah of course of course how's the how's the season shaping up for uh you and harley race the harley davidson racing team this year it's been good so far we've won four races we won four in a row uh right. we had a dnf to start the year won those four in a row and we had a place at the second race at road america last week Championship as the points go at the moment so we're in really good shape um we've got four more rounds mm -hmm. we go to uh laguna seca in california next right. then we go to brainerd minnesota 
we go down to uh, Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas, and then we finish up at New Jersey Motorsports Park. Wow. So four more big ones left all over the every corner of the country. Wow. It's going to keep you busy. How's the competition this year? It's been good. We've got, um, you know, obviously there's the big rivalry between Harley-Davidson and Indian, right? which is ongoing. Um, we've got some really good support teams with Harley now, with the Vance and Hines and the Saddleman teams, mm-hmm. all with really good equipment. So, like, everybody's got a chance at the podium, and it's starting to become a pretty good, like, seven or eight bike fight for the podium every week. So, really exciting racing, and keeping me on my toes oh, i guess it would be now uh, now the schedule said that you were in laguna last week is that correct did uh, I, did I read that no one? we're at uh we're at road america in wisconsin last week how'd that, that go was our last round right up it was great yeah we we won the first one we got third in the second race the crowd was packed there was forty one thousand people nice hand, and uh record ticket sales for uh for moto america so yeah, this whole bagger scene is still growing rapidly, yeah. and uh, we're really seeing a lot of following out of it. Wow, that's awesome. Um, do you have a, a favorite or a least favorite track in the series? I, ha- I have a favorite, and it's definitely Road America up in Wisconsin. Like oh. it's, it's four miles. It's over two-minute lap time. It just kind of goes through all the scenic areas of northern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And I'm from upstate New York, so it just kind of feels like home when i'm there so it's uh yeah it's it's my favorite by far and least favorite i don't know maybe brainerd that's a tough one <laughs> it's way up there in minnesota and the, the layout's a little bit tricky and and uh yeah it doesn't flow like road america oh wow is there any track in this uh that you guys don't race that you wish you did i would really love to go back to indianapolis um, oh, wow. we raced there in 2020 on super bikes and, uh, we have not gone back since 2020, but, um, the road course there is amazing. Obviously the facility is amazing. So, uh, that would be one that I think would, uh, be a good one for baggers and would draw a big crowd as well from the Midwest. Yeah. Do you think there needs to be more races, uh, per season? I think we're at the right amount for where we are. Yeah. Um, being that it's a new series, you have to make sure that you can grow the the championship and grow the participation, make sure there's enough teams that can make all the rounds. So I think having a series right now is probably the sweet spot. But I think that as we go into next year and the following, I think you could start to see eight, maybe nine rounds, you know, because people want more baggers and, uh, if the uh, if the participation and the series can support it, I think that we'll try to do more. Yeah. Wow. Big question for you. If they allowed import bikes into the series, how different do you think the races would be? I think it would just be more stacked with more opportunities for riders, more teams. I would love to see BMW, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Honda enter into this series. At the moment, the rules are built to balance between Harley-Davidson and Indian. Right. Obviously, two very different platforms, mm. you know, when you start out with two different engines and everything, but they've balanced the rules really well. I think that if a manufacturer came to Moto America and said they wanted to participate in baggers, that they would write a, a rules package for that manufacturer to right. be able to compete 
on a, on a level playing field. So I, I'm surprised actually, we haven't seen a little bit of a push from particularly BMW. I think that they would have some interest in it, but yeah. um, it would be really cool to see more manufacturers. Yeah. I mean, cause every manufacturer out there has a bagger. Uh, I'm very surprised yeah. that they're not. And it, I think it would inspire probably more innovation and probably more advances in the, in the racing. It would be interesting. I think it would. It would definitely add an element of, because now a lot of the classes around the world, not just baggers, are going to more of a balancing rule because the middleweight segment of motorcycle product is evolving so much that you have now in the super sport class, you have the 600cc R6, and then you have the the 951 Ducati Twin and the 765 Triumph, all of different displacements and different engine configurations, but they've created a balancing rule for all those bikes to be able to run against each other. Right. So I think that the platform is there for us to do the same in, in baggers. Wow. That would, that would definitely make everything a little bit more interesting. So let's talk, let's talk about your sponsors and, um, and Kyle Wallman Racing a little bit. Uh, who are your sponsors and what are they doing for you guys? Or really the biggest sponsor is Harley Davidson Motor Company. Of course. You know, this is a factory effort, meaning that it's it's all in-house. The employees of the team are the employees of the of the factory. It's it's actually the development team that's that works on the production bikes that also works on racing. So I owe those guys a lot for their commitment to racing and you know, and then Harley Davidson leadership for seeing the importance of racing and its role yeah. in the motor company because it helps push production and it we we just learn so much on the racetrack that it can't help but you know influence the direction of product and oh sure absolutely and of course with this the screaming eagle department um you know technical partners like olin's usa um mm-hmm. for all of our suspension we have mission foods as a sponsor of the team as well who is also the sponsor of the series and um my personal sponsors, I wear Alpine Stars leathers and 6D helmets, and those guys keep me safe. And, uh, yeah, it's that's my program right now. It, it looked a little bit different in the past. Before baggers, I ran my own race team, and I had you know a list of 20 different sponsors and supporters that mm-hmm. were, were keeping my program going. But, but now as a factory rider, it's uh, a bit more slimmed down, but it's great to be a part of. Yeah. Is Kyle Wyman Racing, uh, that's, a, that's an entity uh, within itself. Is, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, that's my company that you know I started in 2012, and that was my race team that, that built up from there and ran all different classes and fielded bikes for other riders and other series and, and still the entity that does business with Harley for this program. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's my background is running a race team and riding for that team right and it was really a perfect fit for harley because um as it's as it was known at the time there wasn't really a racing department at harley you know vance and Hines did a lot of that but when they wanted to go racing in-house it was a pretty natural fit for me to come on board because i had experience in the operations and the structure of running a team oh wow yeah. Now you you said you said earlier that you did the uh, the flat track thing for a while. How how did you like that? Mm-hmm. I love flat track. I 
I miss it a little bit. It's been 15 <laughs> years since I've done a pro flat track race, but um, yeah, road racing was always kind of the ultimate goal was to get on the asphalt. And it's pretty special because I actually grew up in a Harley Davidson dealership. So Harley's in my blood. Yeah. Uh, Harps Harley Davidson in Rochester, New York area is is my family shop that opened in 1962. So wow, um, I love that. when I yeah, so when I when I finished flat track and I went to road racing, I never thought I would race a Harley again. Yeah, wow. So it's uh, it's pretty cool to have this kind of full circle opportunity to race uh, for factory Harley Davidson on the asphalt. Oh man, that's awesome! That is really cool. Uh, the, the races we, we we talked a little bit earlier about this. Uh, what kind of? I mean, do you think the coverage is enough? That these races get enough coverage? I think that uh, you know, like you're, what you're doing with the podcast is great. Like to include some of this stuff, but there's there's pretty good coverage. I mean, all of not only are live on. Uh, moto america streaming platform right. called moto america live plus but also they've decided this year to put all of our races live on youtube which oh is yeah. free. there you go so, so you can watch all those races live or on demand obviously after the fact um but moto america live plus is where you can watch all the sessions so you can watch the practice qualifying warm-up sessions in addition to the races so all right. it's out there it's easy to find right like you don't have to figure out what channel it's on at what time you can just find the schedule and catch us live on youtube and i think that's a a pretty cool thing these days awesome uh i'm just check, checking the schedule here to see where you guys are you guys going to be coming into carolinas at all no we did race at atlanta uh, in april so that would have been probably yep. the closest one or down to you know down Bar to daytona yeah you were down to barber yeah, I see where you're okay. yeah. yeah, the baggers don't race at Barber, so we don't do all the Moto America events yet. Yet. So, yeah, maybe it'll grow to doing all 10 rounds, but at the moment, seven of those 10 include baggers. Right. And, uh, yeah, we have those four left that I mentioned before. I may have to make it up to Jersey to see that last race. That may be something I need It'd to do. It'd be a good one, being our season finale and yeah. – uh, it's all going to come down to it there. Well, what, well, speaking of, well, how long is that track in Jersey? Jersey, I think it's like two, 2.3 miles ish. That's not, now, what's the longest track that you do? Was it that four mile one you Ro were saying? Road there? America, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just over four miles, Road America. Wow. Daytona is about 3.6 yeah. as well. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so you can follow, you can follow me on uh, social media at Kyle Wyman on instagram facebook twitter TikTok, all of it um i also my website kylewyman.com uh harley davidson's social media channels as well they do all sorts of coverage there Excellent. um yeah and as well as uh the moto america pages so moto america is the sanctioning body in the, in the series that runs king of the baggers so you can follow their channels and there's constant bagger content there so yeah yeah, plenty of ways to find us. Excellent. Uh, any closing words for your fans or those who are new to King of Baggers Racing? All I can say is check it out. You know, if you like coming to events, the King of the Baggers events have been amazing. So um, I look forward to seeing everybody out there and uh, just growing this whole this whole trend. So 
I uh, appreciate everyone who's following and looking forward to meeting new fans. All right, Kyle. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time out to come be on the podcast with me. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm sure my listeners will want to say a little something about this. Um, don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you when we're done. And thank you very much yeah. for being on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Motorcycle Men Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. If you'd like to help those that are dealing with the hardships of cancer and see your money actually go to something that makes a difference, get on over to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. And the Gold Star Ride Foundation now helping families of fallen soldiers. If you'd like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in, go to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. And we're chasing the cure. That's right. Help long-haul Paul Peeland complete his mission to ride a million miles for MS. Now, he was told years ago that a cure for MS was a million miles away. So he decided to ride that million miles for that cure. Now, you can help him by going to longhaulpaul.com and donate to his quest for that cure for MS. Thank you for joining me and Kyle here in the V-Twin Cafe where he told us all about the King of the Baggers race series and the Harley-Davidson racing team. Now, you can learn more by getting on over to kylewyman.com or naturally head on over to harleydavidson.com. Now, links will be in the show notes and, of course, on the Motorcycle Men website at motorcyclemen.us. And don't forget to head on over to the Ride With Ted YouTube channel to watch some of the many videos that I got there. And if you would, please like and subscribe to the channel. That would be a tremendous help to the channel and, of course, to the podcast. So for the rest of the Motorcycle Men team, thanks for listening, boys and girls. And remember, we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Ride safely, kids.